All right, what's up, baby boys and girls? Happy fucking Halloween. Sorry I'm a few minutes late. The fucking traffic in Boulder is insane these days, man. I can't even fucking keep up. I left plenty of time. Motherfuckers don't drive correctly, properly. I realize that if you live in a city where you don't, like, love all the people you see every day, you know, like they annoy you. Well, in traffic, they really fucking annoy you, you know? So, yeah. But we're here. We got through it. It's Halloween. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Halloween celebrator as an adult, but I think that's just the way it goes unless you have kids. Uh, yeah, you know, but we are giving out candy. I'm kind of, like, bummed, you know? I feel like we're not, like, the coolest house on the block. I wanted to give away full Monster Energy drinks and full Snickers bars and possibly money you know what i mean i'm just trying to buy the protection from the neighborhood children so we're giving out kind of whack candy alex picked out whack shit she loves reese's so we're giving out like tons of reese's products it's whatever you know it's kind of whatever um let's see we got some sour diesel up in here some oh it's in my pocket sour diesel one of my favorite strains still to this day from single source i can give them a free shout out because they're homies we're gonna take a dab of this sour d talk about the trick-or-treat catch up on the week you know talk a little shit and uh you know make our offering to the digital gods for the week i have a i can't help but notice that castillo is not in the chat which is i find interesting I was afraid to do this because I was afraid Castillo's wife was going to get upset that he had to be. He didn't have to be, but he was going to be here. So maybe he just went trick-or-treat instead, which is also fine. Um, looking down, how's Ern? I think Ern's good. I don't really know. I haven't really talked to him. He just came back from the cruise. Other than that, I don't really know. He should be here in a couple of weeks, though. So should have a pretty good idea. Yeah. So, trick or treat, Halloween. I uh I look I learned today where trick or treat came from, which was basically, I mean there's a long history to it, but basically uh I mean even before Christ. It all it all fucking revolves around sugar and people used to do tricks for treats. But then, like <laughs> in the 1920s, fucking, it got all gnarly, like ugh, super violent and shit. <coughs> kind of like how, <coughs> my God, the crow, <coughs> I'm dying. <coughs> kind of like how the crow portrays, uh, fucking Devil's Night. So. In the 1920s, people were, like, burning shit down, being crazy. It was all violent. It was, like, not a publicly celebrated holiday. And then, like, basically, all the moms in the neighborhoods got together and were like, nah, we're going to flip the script. We're going to make this a family holiday. And so everybody started partaking in the debauchery, but a fake debauchery. And how much proof is that, that, you know, the establishment 
always transforms. You know, it's like the alt thing becomes the establishment and it just continues on forever and ever and ever in a constant chase of creativity. But they had to like 48 them, you know what I mean? Had to hit them with the eight mile. They're like, oh, you're going to dress up and burn shit down? We're going to dress up. Not burn shit down, but there's going to be so many of us having a party that you're going to want to come. And that's pretty much what happened. So that's crazy. So then we still do trick or treat. Wild. Just a wild thing in general. Um, I was trying to think of what I dressed up as Halloween the last that I remember, and I can't. I have only like a few memories as a kid. Like Casper the Friendly Ghost, Superman, Ninja Turtle. I can't really think of anything else. I think I went as a clown or a hobo or some shit. Man, I don't know. I can't I can't remember anything. I just remember going around and at the time I got to like twelve or thirteen, I wouldn't even put on a mask. I would just go and get candy. And of course people started leaving candy out at that time, so you know we took all the candy. It's just how it was. Wanna hear all right, so it's oh you wanna hear Ern's take on Vegas now with the F one she? I don't know what the F one she is, but he will be here soon. I could call him on the fucking pod. We would give him a live call. He might not answer, though. He might not answer. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I can't read shit. J1 Jimmer. <laughs> That's what it is. Tomorrow's my birthday. Going to be the big 37. Hell yeah, dog. You're closer to 40. The golden age. The age where everything makes sense in reverse. That's what's going on with me. <laughs> My whole entire life is being played back in fucking reverse. I sound like I can't breathe because of that dab. I swear I'm not unhealthy right now. But uh, yeah, fucking reverse. Dude, aging is the craziest fucking thing. It really is because you live with the same brain, you know? Like since you're like basically putting Lincoln logs together, it's the same brain, you know? It's just grown and gotten smarter or dumber, but it's had more experience. And it's just insane because you thought all these things and then you think other things and other things fit together when you're older. And I just, man, I'll tell you what, I could never, ever explain life to anyone other than it's a fucking incredible ride. So enjoy that 37, man. Fuck these age gaps and not age gaps, but like <clears throat> age metrics. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, yeah, my life maybe in my 20s was full of the unknown and the wonderment and then this like excitement, I guess, but it was all an illusion. And I like realized that up until, up until now, you know, even all of the stuff I've done, you realize how much of it was just a, a complete illusion, some made up shit in your mind that you gave power to. And you followed it, you followed it off the deep end, had to find out the hard way. And that's just like, I guess the beauty of getting old, you know, because once you're, once you're in the 37s and you're into the 40s, you can, you got two choices, I feel like. You can look back and you can be mad. Or you can look back and just be like, what the fuck? This ride is crazy. It's like doing mushrooms, really. You're like, what? You know? Pieces that fit together that you never would have thought. Broken pieces. Pieces that were broken that now fit into new shapes. New vases. New vases, if you will. It's fucking crazy, man. Life is a crazy fucking journey. No matter who you are or where you are. I mean, I imagine even people who are in the middle of the worst shit going on right now are still... I'm not making a joke. 
are like life is fucking crazy, you know, and it's just like the craziest thing all around for everybody. And then we watch other people's lives. That's all crazy. I've said crazy probably like 45 times in the last 12 seconds. So, all right. I think you'd make a really good mime. Is it because I'm doing this shit? I'm not quiet enough to be a mime. Somebody fuck with me in the mime streets and I hit them. I hit them with a silent punch straight to the face. <laughs> Slam this in. Maybe we're all chasing a feeling that's unattainable. Oh, it's attainable, baby. Oh, the feeling is attainable. Let me tell you. It's attainable like a wave is able to be ridden. You know what I'm saying? Like a song is able to be enjoyed. Like a hill is able to be bombed. Like a night that's able to be enjoyed. The problem is, and it's not a problem at all, the trap is that people want to bottle it up. And you can't. You can't cage a wave in a bucket, baby. You can't cage lightning in a bottle. And if you just enjoy the ride and understand that tomorrow is going to bring another wave and another lightning storm, you won't be tortured by desire because you'll know it's coming. It's coming soon. As, as sure as the sun, dog. As sure as the sun is rising tomorrow, the waves are going to come. Now, you're going to get up and get on your board and ride them. That's the question. That's the question every day. And some days you don't want to ride them, and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Attainable, but every success becomes a failure. You have to always want up to get the next feeling. I don't think I agree. I used to think I agree. I used to chase the high but i don't think so i think you realize if you realize the whole thing is like fake if you realize that it's all not that's not real like numbers are endless and you could never possibly outdo yourself with anything that could be counted then it's about how you feel because man i'll tell you i used to make videos about sneakers in case you don't know and then get 40 50 60 70 80 100,000 views overnight and yeah maybe that gave me like a feeling like oh like, ah, you know, like, all these people, they care, da 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 But they don't, and they didn't, and that was okay. But the, the journey in that is realizing that that's what it is, that the fame, is, fame I use loosely, but the attention is always going to be constantly exiting the room. <laughs> you know, like, you're never... You're not going to be, a, if you're trying to outdo something for the feeling of the high, then you'll, you'll never get there. But if you're trying to, if you're just chasing happiness, if you're just like, if you're just after what makes you happy, then I don't feel like any of it could be stupid and none of it could be a waste of time. But when I look back on my life and the shit I've done, sometimes I look at reviewing sneakers as a waste of time. But they all have their own place. But, man, I'll tell you, I don't think you have to outdo yourself. Like, I don't think, like, once you get 10,000 likes, you need 20 or whatever metric you want to use. I really think that's an internal, an internal fucking conversation. And an internal uh, journey because everyone has to get to the point where something doesn't matter. It's like going through a breakup or some shit. You can sit there and tell your friend, like, hey, it doesn't matter. Hey, man, there's millions of people, plenty of visions, all stuff. But they can't do it until they get over that hump. And it's kind of the same thing. Everybody's journey within their ego. Ooh. So, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I just, I got to stop saying fucking crazy. But, yeah, and then how you define a failure, too, you know? Like, nothing's really a failure. And this is cliche as fuck, but ain't nothing a failure till you quit. 
because you got fucking, you know, plenty of opportunities. Like I was saying, again, the pieces fit together later. You just, it's just, a, it's a long journey. Ego gets in the way. You tell yourself it's going to work out one way. It's going to work out a different way. I mean, I thought for sure back in like, you know, early, early BG days that I would open a store in New York city. I said it in a fucking interview, you know, like I'm going to have a store in New York city, but like literally everything in life changed even before any, even before the pandemic where my like goals completely shifted. So, and desires and where I was going, what I was doing, like, I didn't really, like I didn't really realize at the time that I was like doing something against what made me feel good. So, you know, I, again, like I, I think the point of that whole thing was that sometimes I'm doing this and I feel better than I ever did waking up the next morning and just seeing a ton of comments about fucking other people's opinions about a sneaker or something. Cause I never cared, you know, it's just fucking funny. So, all right. Now I'm a fucking text Castillo. Cause I can't believe this man is not here. He's the one that told me to do this. He said, I said, you want to take Halloween off? And he said, nah, bro. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why is my shit open? Hold on a second. Let's give fucking Castillo a call. You know what I'm saying? Let's find out here. Just put him on speaker. I'm not going to go through the Bluetooth. That's right, dog. Changes. If you don't change, you stay the same. Hello? Damn, dog. I don't know. I thought we had a show tonight. What happened? I, I'm on live. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Oh, okay. I mean, don't let you. I don't want you to be in trouble. I just, we just missed you. <laughs> and I was really confused. You sound like I you're. You had a party? We're going to get to the bottom of this. Oh, well, don't, don't cut it short. Don't ruin memories with your child to come do this stupid shit. Take, take your time. I just, I just, it's a podcast, but I just want to know where you were. No. Okay. He's just trick or treating out in the streets. <laughs> this motherfucker. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I think, but yeah, to wrap that back up, Slamiston, that's called chasing the dragon. You know what I'm saying? We can't be chasing the dragon. We can't be doing that. <clears throat> Do you miss the Denver condo? Def- no, not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> that place was ridiculous. I mean, it's all like crap, man. You know what I mean? Like I, it seems nice on the outside end, but you're paying so much money for shit. And then you just become like, it's also training, I feel. It's like as soon as you start paying money for stuff, I touched on it last week with like the business shit. Like once you start doing all these like fancy things, once you've convinced yourself that things are nicer or that luxury or whatever, you start buying in and then you start acting that way. And again, I just feel like it's also un um sustainable, I guess, you know. So yeah, I don't know. Apartment was cool, but man, fucking downtown. I couldn't imagine living in downtown Denver now. I think I'd probably go crazy. I just can't. I mean, it's it's just nutty down there. I don't even drive into Denver anymore. So it's a whole different whole different world here in Boulder. And we're probably gonna move even further north in Col. We're probably not gonna leave Colorado. Let's be honest. Um, but we're probably gonna move even further north, <clears throat> even further away from the city. Cause, uh, 
I don't see it, man. I don't see. I don't see myself wanting to be around a lot of people. I really. I'm just like I just I I I don't have any patience, man. Like you know what I'm saying. I don't have no patience for the stupidity. I find myself just being so judgmental of everyone's actions, and I and instead of thinking that I'm gonna change everybody else. It's just like maybe I just bow out, you know. Okay, curtsy, you know. Like I'll just I'll leave town, you know, because you fucks ain't gonna change. It's kind of how I feel. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to do in Boulder. <laughs> like, you know, like some days I I have all these cameras. I'm gonna talk about my new camera here in a minute, but I've got all these cameras and I want to go take photos all the time. And every time I go out to take photographs. It's the only things that come out interesting are, of course, landscapes, but I mean, let's be serious. And then second is the debauchery. Like just for whatever reason, it's fucking interesting to take pictures of things when they're falling apart. And they're not that interesting when they're all together. And it's just unless there's dynamic lighting. And I I just... As I walk around and photograph or video the city, I just realize that it it's not doing much for me. I don't really love it. So we're you know, but this has already been discussed, and we're just gonna get out of this, get out of this town, keep the shop in town for as long as this shit goes on, and then figure out what's next. But I just, I mean, I really just wanted to work with my cameras and stuff, and I don't know, you know, I don't know. Cities ain't it, so the cities ain't it. Uh-huh. He said, luckily, my entire front is a dragon. We're good. Nice. Yeah, you're perfect. Constant reminder not to chase that dragon. But, uh, yeah, dude, so this new camera that came out. So I have a fuck ton of cameras. I have more cameras than anyone should ever really have, to be honest. I'm sure I'm not alone with that, but... Oh, I better turn that off. Um, I mean, I'm a spoiled bitch. That's, there's just, like, literally no other way to explain it i daily wake up and i'm like i don't even know how or why or any of these things but i have so many awesome cameras that don't get used enough and especially with like vlogging um you know when i used to vlog every day i had a canon 70d i believe with like a boom mic and a tripod you know you take that fucking thing out in public People would just be like looking at you like you're crazy, which is all Casey Neistat's fault. You know, Casey Neistat did this shit first in New York City, and literally everyone followed him taking a full frame camera out. And, uh, you know, it definitely looks better for sure, especially when you compare it to these fucking action cameras like GoPro and all this other shit, you know, like all this crap. Um, uh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought for a second. So you end up taking the big cameras, which is weird and awkward and clunky and hard to use. And you have to set up a mic. You have to make sure the mic is hooked up. You have to do all these things to to make it look proper. And it's really a pain in the ass. And the big thing that stands in the way of you making stuff, I'm not going to say making content because I fucking hate that shit. I hate it. I can't stand it. I've said it before, but I hate it. I hate that term, content. It just makes you sound like you're filling up a bucket with poop. Oh, that's content. It's got contents in it. Like, that's all it is. All it's just contents. You know, like, no, this is art. So, uh, 
all these cameras, but really after making like 800 fucking vlogs and realizing what it is and the formula and all that, you get kind of lazy and you get to the point where you're like, little things will keep you from being creative. You um, don't want to set up the mic, you know, like, I mean, it sounds stupid, but like, oh, I don't want to set that tripod up. That's why for years you see me film on, I'll be like, oh, this is a fucking paper towel tripod, you know, so uh, this new camera is a game changer, especially, and it's not going to replace really sick cameras. You know, some of my cameras are thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and they're, like, beautiful. And they're not even to the level of making, like, a real movie or anything, but they're pretty close. Um, And this camera is definitely not going to replace that. I wish that it would. But for vlogging and for run-and-gun shit, and really for probably a whole bunch of other uses, this new fucking DJI, I don't even know if you can see this. Can you see? Yeah, this light's good. This DJI Osmo Pocket 3 is fucking insane. So first off, this is like a, this little battery clip just like punches out. Some people won't be able to see this, but, and there's like a little tripod extender leg thing. This is the creator kit version. You can get it without but I had the very first one of these ever, and I didn't really love it. I used it for snowboarding a little bit. This one's not waterproof, but we're going to take it out on the slopes anyway because I got the insurance because I don't give a fuck. All DJI products, insurance, for sure. Drone, insured. Crash it every day. Uh, but, yeah, this fucking thing. First off, it comes with a wireless mic transmitter. So we've already solved the fucking problem of, oh, GoPro audio most camera audio is trash. Even a Sony onboard audio is trash. You have to set up wireless mics, which is another step. This motherfucker right here, you just turn on, and it clips, magnetizes to your shirt, like, you know, clips, and it's there. Also, no shade to Apple, you lazy fucks, but they got the see-through plastic outer. I don't know if you can see this in the camera. The see-through plastic outer, like the old pagers from back in the day. This shit, you can't see it. I just think it's all blurry as hell. But anyway, trust me, you can. it's see-through like an old pager. You can see all the innards, the guts. Really nice touch. You know, I mean, I really was, I mean, it's dumb. I don't know why I like it more, but I do. And that's all that matters. So wireless mic, boom, you turn that on. This, fu- oh, that's not it. Where's the fucking camera? Oh, so this, the camera, you just flip this screen. And it just turns on. I mean, you are on and recording. We're already on within like 10 seconds. One of my biggest complaints is about cameras is how long they take to turn on. So and this is the battery pack that you don't have to have. I just have it. You can't see shit. So you clip the battery pack, which makes it a lot easier to hold. And now you have this full gimbaled out fucking camera, which shoots in D-Log 10. I know a lot of y'all don't know what that probably means, but it's sick. As far as like color grading quality goes, shoots in 4K, I think up to 60 frames per second. One inch sensor on this motherfucker, two inch screen. I mean, I sound like an ad, I'm not. It's dope. And the fucking kicker is you set this thing up, you have your mic on, you put the thing on fucking auto track or whatever, like active track, I think is what they call it. You so boop, active track. And the gimbal will just follow you. So you could just be on a mic giving a straight-up PowerPoint presentation on Poontang. Oh, I look dope in that shot. Uh, you could be doing whatever. 
and fucking it'll it'll track you. I mean, this in Japan would have been a fucking game changer. I cannot tell you how many fucking places I got kicked out of, bothered, annoyed. This doesn't look like shit. You know what I'm saying? This could be hit. This makes me want to book another flight to Asia just to go around and fucking record with it. I mean, it's dope. I'm stoked on this fucking thing. So I'm excited for that, for uh, the ease of making vlogs when that time comes, which is very soon. So, yeah, stoked on that camera. It's like 700 bucks, I think, at the end. It comes with a wide-angle filter as well. It comes with all kinds of shit. It's dope. Sick. Uh, I really think these gimbal-type things are the future. Uh, we have to just face it. Content creation content is not going anywhere. Like Cameras are more and more accessible. So I feel like the easier it is for people to get this shit in their hands and use it and have less stuff in the way that go wrong, the easier it is for people to document things that aren't stupid. You know, like maybe people will document their friends starting a band or... You know, whatever the fuck, just something. But this helps um, encourage people to make shit, so I'm all for it. Even though it's also going to encourage people to make dumb shit, but I can't help it. I've realized I can't win that battle. I can only talk shit about it. So, yeah, great camera, sick mic. I mean, the mic, the see-through mic, I just can't get enough of. My only complaint is they should have made the case have a magnet for the mic. That's it. The only complaint so far. Great camera. <laughs> Not an ad. Um, yeah. It is so fucking nice. I'm telling you. <laughs> Julian said, Teddy photo book of America's downfall is something I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be depressed. <laughs> just fucking, it would make me so sad. Just, just take photos of like, you know, people and, at this time, it's just crazy. So, man, I love that fucking camera. Um, yeah. So, did I get my Q3? I did. The Leica Q3 is another camera that I have, which, I mean, just incredible camera. We are so lucky that we live in a time uh, where these things exist, and they're just so simple, you know. Like, and it's such a, <laughs> it's such a simple pleasure. Like taking a photograph, which is nothing to all of us all the time until it is something. And, uh, it's just like the tools that we have at our disposal now to create an image is just fucking insane. It's sad that a lot of people are leaning into like AI and stuff. Cause you don't even need it. You know, just like trying to get the photo right in the camera and not relying on post production type shit is really a challenge, but also fun. And I just do that. Like a, you can pretty much point and shoot, <laughs> And get a fucking great photograph. I even tested out my... I tested out the Leica Q3 versus the Sony A7R5. Because I have a weird... I'm fucked up. Like, when I buy one thing, I always feel like I have to get rid of the next... The first thing that I got. Like, when a new thing comes out, I have to get rid of something to justify it in my head. I don't even know how I didn't do that with sneakers. That was like a weird vortex I fell into where I didn't feel like that. But with cameras and stuff, I always feel like I have to. But so I started testing them and like testing the same exact photographs and that Leica just fucking crushes. I mean, you're not going to get the same range, you know, like with all the lenses and shit that I have, but fuck man, that Leica is a crusher. It's honestly amazing. Like, I can't even believe it. I didn't want to believe the hype. I wanted to just 
toss it. But nah, it's it's fucking dope, man. And it's a really expensive camera, so <laughs> it should be, I guess. It definitely sick. Uh, Peter Parker actually has a Leica, apparently a Leica Q3 in the new um, Spider-Man game. I saw that. I saw that meme on Reddit. I fucking hate Reddit. I really, really do. <laughs> I really can't stand it. Uh, is the Sony a seven two still worth it today? Yeah, I think so. I, th- you know what I learned chasing after cameras because I have the a seven S three, which was a gift from not a gift, but I inherited it from my father-in-law. I'm never going to sell it probably just, well, it just means more to me, but I love the photographs that come out of that camera, even though it's not a photo camera, they just have a look to them. So, and even as you push up to things like the Leica and, uh, a7R5 or any of these other like Lumix or any camera really. I feel like every camera has a personality. You know, like color sciences are different. The fucking, the, you know, the, whatever, the sensors are different, all these things. So once you kind of find like a personality that you like, I think you just stick with it and you just go with like a mood, you know? Um, I kind of, I kind of noticed that last night watching Scream 6. Uh, screams aren't really great movies, but you know what you're going to get. You know, it's like going to a NASCAR race, I guess. So I just was, we watched it. I thought it was pretty good for a scream movie. I didn't know it was coming. You know, I'm always surprised at those movies, but the one thing I noticed watching, I was like, dude, the color grading is amazing. You know, it always screams always have a fucking great look, you know, like they have that fucking look to them. Yeah. They're six. It is wild how they've, created so many stories and at first i was like man what are they doing like why do they keep fucking milking this shit but then you think about how a horror movie that's kind of like what horror movies are they milk it and they make ridiculous storylines and that's kind of like the joke i feel like and they have just done that to scream now like scream has now solidified its place in like horror history I also think that Ghostface should be a special character in Mortal Kombat. I mean, it just it just makes sense. I don't know if that's been brought to anyone's attention before, but I'd like to see it. And then it'll bring me to why I hate Reddit. Cause I, and I know these are probably children, but fucking Christ, man. The kids in the Mortal Kombat Reddit, all they do is complain about microtransactions on fucking Mortal Kombat, and I just I can't understand it. I just can't understand... Well, I do understand it. It makes me understand things on like a very deep level. Because when you look at kids complaining about Mortal Kombat microtransactions, you're like, oh, it's another this for this. Stuff you don't even need. Don't have to have it to play the game. is is 100% cosmetic. It's, it's just a want. And they'll complain and complain and complain. And so they paid all this money for the game. Um, and just not realizing that's just like what it is. Like that's how the games come out. That's how everybody's funny. It is what it is. And you can fucking apply that shit to fucking everything up the board, dog. Like, you can take those same energy from the Mortal Kombat Reddit, and you can go to any political topic that you want, and you can, like, go down in the comments, and you can, like, see delusional motherfuckers who just are not based in reality. And it just opened up a whole window to me the other day. I was like, oh, you know, like... Finding out that Marcus Aurelius wrote uh, meditations to himself only so he could remind himself that people were fucking ridiculous and that he needed to have patience 
combined with like this information and that these like people are, are ridiculous about ridiculous things, it really just opens it up. Like you just accept deeply on a deeply deep, deep, deep level that people don't fucking know what they're doing, you know, and they're just having temper tantrums out loud and they don't mean half the shit they even say. And it just yeah, brought me a lot of peace. I was just like, fuck man, there's no win in this game. So you just don't play it. You know, I was just like, that's uh, dude. If you haven't read Marcus Aurelius meditations, Alex calls it my Bible. I just reread it all the time. Now that and the Rick Rubin book, I just keep rereading them. And just help me uh, be more patient <laughs> with fucking literally everything going on. So, so <laughs> you said Reddit threads are content. Like what? Like I should record myself responding to people on Reddit because that would be interesting. I get banned all the time. I get blocked out. So the other day I wrote something to someone. I don't even know what it was. And on Reddit you can send a fucking like I'm worried about you. Don't kill yourself type book. Or book. I keep reading that. Or, yeah, note. They send you like a notification, like, hey, someone says that we're worried about you. Duh. <laughs> I was like, uh, what the fuck? You know, so yeah, fuck Reddit. Fuck all these people. But it's just strangers, man. Like, you can't, you would never, ever, ever walk into like a grocery store and just start asking people their opinion about shit or thinking their opinion about shit or, it's just it, it's just a big trap. The whole thing is just a fucking big ass trap, dog. I, I, and we're all in it. There's no out of it. You're just in it. The Rick Rubin book. What is it called? I don't think he has two books. It's a. It's got like a circular looking target on the front. It's really fucking good. I mean, as an artist, any type of artist, even if you're not an artist, I mean, it's a fucking life coach book. It's great, dude. It's great. It's a great book. I will. I could not recommend it enough. And it's only seventeen dollars, dude. They cut this thing in like half. The creative act, a way of being, seventeen forty nine on Amazon, bro. That's wild. Actually, I might buy a couple of copies for Christmas gifts for people. Cause it's a good ass book. Seventeen forty nine. I mean, that is just a deal, dog. Let's go ahead and get two copies. Okay. Uh, yeah, great book. <clears throat> well, fucking great book. Uh, I don't do costumes, man. I don't do costumes, bro. <clears throat> this is a costume. These are my Tour de France glasses, the Jawbreaker. So I'm I'm Lance Armstrong. If he never rode a bike, <laughs> that's me. I'm overweight Lance Armstrong. So, yeah, dog, get that book. You're gonna love it, Julian. It's a fucking fantastic book. I mean. Perhaps one of the best books I've ever read. Definitely the most highlighted I've ever highlighted a fucking anything. The most speaking to the inner voice book. Reaffirming. Uh, I mean, dude, I, I you will, f- dude, you're going to fucking love it. I'm telling you. And it's so digestible. It's so written in a way that like you could read, <clears throat> you could read it all just sitting there <clears throat> But you can also ingest a chapter like a snack. It's like a brain snack. You just fucking, however you're feeling, especially if you're in the habit of waking up or something and you scroll through social media and you get annoyed, it really, you go read like a a quick chapter out of that book or meditations and it really kind of just grounds you again. You're like, oh yeah, I'm tripping. I, I let them win for a second. You know, I let this algorithm 
tornado of fuck all win, you know, like I learned who Blueface was. I didn't mean for that to happen, but now I have to unfilter it, you know, instead of diving deep, you know, or I, I learned that Kai Sinet is doing a prison stream for some reason, but am I going to dive deep and figure out why? Fuck no, because I know there is no reason why. The only reason is to get me to dive in, to go into the club. I don't go into the club. I stay outside the club, outside the club. So, yes, read the book. <laughs> uh, nice. Damn, we selling books. Rick Rubin, my dog. <clears throat> I got, it's dry as fuck out here. Uh, the Power of Pause. I have not. I have to look that one up. The Power of Pause. No, I haven't. I got a fucking stack of books to read, but I never get, I don't get to, I just keep rereading the same goddamn ones. Oh, shit. Sour day. Um, speaking of the same goddamn ones, the MacBook Pro, man. I can't believe how many people are losing their shit over the new MacBook being black. It's not even black. It's not even black. You see all these photos of it, and there's the screen, which is black. And then there's the fucking computer, which is dark gray. It's not black. You can't call it black if it's not black. I don't understand. Does it identify as black? Because it's not black. It's fucking gray. It's dark space gray. It's bullshit. And everyone's like, oh, I need it. What For what? For what? Well, it's fucking ridiculous. Apple ain't put out nothing in six years, I don't feel like. <coughs> Damn, the trick-or-treaters must be in the house because my ring is going <coughs> off. Man, I love Sour Diesel. This is the Puffco Pro, Peak Pro. So was supposed to send me some glass units for it, but they didn't. They might have fallen. They might have found out that I'm kind of a dick when it comes to sponsoring me. So they might be like not worth the squeeze on that one. Um, yeah, man, all the weed strains. It's still sour diesel and Bubba Kush for me, man. That's all I really chase after. A couple of other ones. Headband. The classics. But all these new ones, I don't even... And just like weed itself, I can't be smoking. Because it's just... I just... It takes so much... There's so much... Uh, there's so much plant matter. You know? It's like when I'm smoking a joint with Alex... It's like four puffs. I'm like, God, there's so much smoke in my mouth. Feels like there was a forest fire in my mouth. A dab just feels like a lifesaver something. Lifesaver reminences. <clears throat> know any solid boulder subreddits? The main one is straight garbage. No, sir, I don't. You're right. The, the main one is straight garbage. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. Kind, sir. We should start our own. <laughs> no, we shouldn't. But, yeah, dude, these people. Ugh. And that's just the problem, man. Like, the internet is not the place for discourse. It really isn't. And, it, and it's meaningless. It's also fucking meaningless. 
it never equates to anything. I just, I, I feel like we're all so trapped. This whole, you know, uh, I don't even know what to call it anymore. At first I was calling it a conflict to be nice. Uh, this inhumane shit that's going on like nationwide fucking really puts everything into perspective. You know, just like all these people are having these fucking long drawn out conversations for nothing. You know, it's like we're educating each other and okay, cool. After about a week, I was pretty educated on what was up and, uh, Now what? You know what I mean? I just know this. I know that if I was in a fucking situation, let's just like make it not a huge as a huge of a situation. If I was trapped in an elevator and I somehow was going to die in that elevator and it was known that I was going to die in that elevator and I could fucking read the comments of people online saying, you know, being split on whether I a deserved it or B didn't deserve it. I mean, I'd lose my fucking mind and I'd realize that without any basis in fucking reality, millions of people, if not most people on this planet, would form a fucking opinion about the decisions I made in my life that may or may have not led to my demise. And they'll be fine with it. You know, they'll take a sip of their fucking drink and they'll have a full belly and they'll be entertained and they'll be in their comfortable house making fucking making calls, you know, about how things should be for other humans. It must be nice. You know, it must be fucking nice. It must be nice to not have any, uh, I don't know, fucking self-awareness or like just dignity. I feel like dignity and integrity are just gone. Everyone's just got the fucking answer, you know, you know, well, this is what should happen. It's like, I mean, okay. I mean, nothing's going to fucking, nothing's changing. You know, I mean, even down to protest, I get it. I, I, I understand it, but like nothing ever fucking changes ever. It's just, it get, makes me go back to the president thing. When last, you know, last election, I put out the sticker. Don't blame me. I didn't vote. Every time I talk to someone about voting, I'm like, I can't vote for anyone who has the potential to go and kill other people because I am voting for that. I just can't do it. And I'm not saying, I'm not naive enough to think that like a free country doesn't come with a huge cost and there's all kinds of fuckery involved in that and I'm just here. But I can't with a, a, a good conscience like just par- partake in what I know is a ruse, you know? And until somehow that ruse comes like crumbling down, which also is like the most uncomfortable thing because nobody wants it. But yeah, my whole point is that everyone's out here talking like, they know what tomorrow brings and they fucking don't. And the Boulder subreddit is the worst. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, they even were saying that a restaurant was good the other day and Alex went. They were saying Ephraim's was good and I had never been there. So, Alex went and I was like, tell me if it's good. And she was like, dude, it was so bad. She's like, some of the worst shit that I've ever had. I was like, oh, damn. So, can't trust them, dog. Can't trust nobody out here in these streets. Can't trust nobody making content, you know? You know what I'm saying? We got to remove the money from politics, and we got to remove the money from content creators. That's what we need. We ain't getting nothing authentic. And it all feeds the same fucking corporations, everybody. Bunch of hookers. Shit. I try not to get paid, dog. I'm actively working at not getting paid on this shit. Here, hold up. Let me make sure. 
Yeah. I mean, getting shit. Not that we would. They took the money away anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Teddy, do you have any paranormal experiences? Ooh, I do have one. I don't really... This is a fucking weird... It's not even scary. So I was in Boy Scouts, which I only joined Boy Scouts to get the fire starter. They came to school. The dude had the little fire starter that made a spark. I'm like, fucking, I don't know, eight, maybe nine. And I'm like, yeah, need that. You know what I'm saying? Need to start a fire. Loved playing with the matches, boy. Loved it. So fire starter, Boy Scouts, crow hike we have to go on, it's called. The crow hike, 20-mile hike. I hated Boy Scouts. I barely partook, but we went on this hike. And we're on this hike. And then, like, 10 miles. There's two things that happen. I don't remember what happened first, but I'll give you the, the first scary part, I guess. So we stop at this cottage, and they're like, back in the day, there was an old man who lived here, and he had to walk to get groceries. And he was gone so long to get his groceries that by the time he came home, his dogs were starving and they ate him. <laughs> and now he's a ghost that walks down the street every day. That was the story. And so uh, some of the kids stayed behind. Like the crow hike continued another 10 miles probably. Some of these kids stayed behind to the fu- at the shanty to see if the ghost would come. So that was a whole search party. I had to go back and get these fucking idiots. But then further on, we had to stop for, for lunch. And, you know, Boy Scouts, you're hiking, you're canteening, you need water. Just like podcasting. So, well, young Teddy didn't really understand this. And, and something I'm unraveling about myself is, especially when it comes to, like, food or sugary stuff. Like, when I, especially when I was a kid, I'm not so bad about sugary stuff, but I'll definitely eat, like, a fourth or fifth slice of pizza when I don't need to. And this probably has some something to do with my brain, uh, like thinking that there will not be more tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like you don't need it all today or whatever. So I dumped out my water at lunch because we had lemonade. And I'm like, bitch, we got lemonade. I'm feeling this fucking cantina with lemonade. I'm not walking the rest of the way with this water. Well, that was a terrible idea because I drank all this sugary lemonade and I got all fucking sick and like basically passed out and they had to like carry me the rest of the way. So anyway, the paranormal part comes from we're all in tents, you know, we're camping, so we're sleeping. Um, it's just a bunch of kids. Everybody's fucking with each other. But there was a part of that night in the middle of the night where some kids were like freaking out, being like, oh my God, you see that? It's a ghost. And you know, and I unzipped my little fucking like looked out and I, I could swear that I saw this sort of uh bluish like framed thing or whatever you know I was like ah you know and like zipped it back up so that was the one paranormal experience but the real one that really convinced me that fucking ghosts were real like truly I wish that my friend Sean was here right now so that I could tell him this, that I could have him tell the story. I, I don't think he didn't. I think he'd be mad if I put him on the spot, but I'll tell the story anyway because he was with me. If I try to call him and he was alive, he'd be like, uh. Anyway, uh, North Carolina, I don't remember the town. I want to say, I want to say Kernersville. Someone might be able to Google this if I can remember some of the details. 
The place is called Gravity Hill. There's got to be. I'll Google it. I have a Google machine in my hand right here. Um, an outdated Apple Google machine, according to Apple. Um, Gravity Hill, North Carolina. Folklore destination. Strange Carolinas. Hell shit. All right. All right, let me tell my part and then I'll read because I don't want to fuck. I don't want to. I want to be influenced. I'm glad I remember the name of it. So Gravity Hill. <laughs> I need spooky. I don't have any. Hold on. I should have done. God damn it! I should have set this up better. I should have done some spooky music. I don't even know how to do this right now. Uh, my brain's not working in that department. But anyway, me, my friend Sean, this chick Jane. I think that's it. Are on wearing my probably geo metro we go to gravity hill and gravity hill is a place where you park your car you put it in neutral and it fucking rolls uphill and the entire like thing is i don't i'm I'm interested to see the folklore because whatever the story is somehow someone died maybe their car broke down and they got hit and so now when cars are in neutral at the bottom of the hill the ghost helps come and push the car up the fucking road. So we go and do this and no shit, man, the car is getting pushed up the road. It's snowing and it's just like push, push, push up the road. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So we leave, we drive, we go to the store. Got to stop at the store. I mean, I don't, every time literally I got in my car, I had to go to the store to get a drink. Cause I'm always thirsty. So stop at the store, I come out of the store and I look at the back of my car and there are two, Tiny fucking handprints on the glass, like impressed into the snow on the back glass and handprints on the bottom, like a bumper, like someone had pushed it. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm freaking out. Like I'm freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, Sean, did you fucking do that? Do not fucking lie to me. You know, he's like, dude, I didn't fucking do it. Jane's crying. This girl is fucking crying. It's insane. Like I'm, I'm fully losing my shit. So we, the whole way home, I'm losing my shit. Talk about it. It's, thank. It must have been around this time because Thanksgiving was right around the corner, and I went to Thanksgiving with my family. I'm telling them the story, and I'm just like, "Yo, like this happened." They're all laughing at me. They're like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "I'm telling you, dude. Like this. I don't know how to convince you of what I saw, but I fucking know what I saw, and." Maybe like, let's see, like fast forward, I moved to Colorado. Sean lived, lives still in Colorado. I don't know, man, maybe four or five years later. And this motherfucker, Sean, is finally admits that when I got out of the car to go to the gas, into the gas station, that he did the handprints and that it was him the entire time. So, but I live like four or five years thinking like fully and telling everyone that I'm, you know, someone's like, you believe in ghosts? I'm like, yes, let me fucking tell you about gravity fucking hill, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Sean motherfucking McDonald is the one. <laughs> He's the ghost, but Richfield, North Carolina. Oh man. Let's see. There's a bunch of graffiti down there. Stop your car. Tiny ghost pushing your car up the hill. Yeah, they don't say anything about the folklore. But Oh, you're supposed to put baby powder on your back pumper to see if there's any fingerprints afterwards. That's the... We had snow. So 
Let's see. One night on Richfield Road, a young mother and her child were driving. Suddenly, her car stalled. Quickly, she got out and attempted to push the car up the hill to safety. I can't read it. Wait, is that all you wrote? <laughs> Just as she reached the... And that's it? That's all that is in here? <laughs> this fool can't type the rest. The suspense. Castillo. Castillo's trick-or-treating while, while doing this. So... <laughs> anyway... Um, I think those are my only real ghost stories. I don't think I have any other paranormal activity that has taken place in my life that I can think of currently. I don't know, dude. I know if I'm a ghost, I'm fucking haunt the shit out of people. I mean, how could you not? You know, why would you? I mean, I guess it depends. Like if you have to choose, like choosing your fighter. You can stay here and be a ghost and you can fuck with everybody else or you can come to heaven. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, really? Yeah, I mean, you can be a troll forever, an extraterrestrial troll. Or you can come live in, like, pure paradise and just hang out and do whatever you want. It'd be a hard, it'd be a hard choice. I get to fuck with everyone living on Earth until the day they die. <sighs> mm, sounds a lot like paradise. I like how Castillo still hasn't finished that uh, <laughs> fucking comment. We lost him. We lost him out in the shit. Oh, and Twitch, we got Black Mama saying much love from ATL. Damn, y'all going through it out in ATL right now, bro. Y'all got fucking, what's his name, Keith Lee? <laughs> Keith Lee up there fucking fucking it up, man. <laughs> Getting it all fucked up. <laughs> this shit's so crazy is it not like the most dystopian fucking thing in the world that in some places where like people don't have water you know and like the on the news like they don't have water food or electricity and other people are like this restaurant in atlanta is fucking shit because they treat celebrities different and they treat me or what back to the illusion thing i started this whole thing with this it's all a fucking illusion dog it's all an illusion. It's an aesthetic, brother. We're up in here in the ass. We are in the aesthetic era of living. But yeah, Keith Lee is fucking it up. <laughs> I love it. I love when people complain about restaurants because I'm like, dog, if I fucking owned a restaurant, I would probably have to hang myself in it. You know, I mean, could you imagine feeding people? Holy fucking shit, dude. Strangers. Feeding them and cooking on a large scale? No, sir. No, sir. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I don't even want to wash their dishes. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine. These people who do these things are the best. So I can't complain. I've been to restaurants where I've had terrible service and I just won't go back, but it always comes back down to that illusion that 90% of them don't make anything I couldn't make at home better. If Castillo is in the chat, he could tell you how good my burgers are and my breakfast sandwiches. I can't even get level of my shit in town. So it's breaking the breaking the programming of eating out is a special treat. It's not anymore. It's over. It's popped. It's done. It's gone. It's done. There's maybe five restaurants in any given state that are really going to hit it. And yeah, sometimes you got to eat when you're out. I understand, but... At home cooking, son. Especially with all the bullshit you got to deal with. I don't even like going to breakfast because the waitress at the breakfast spot here is kind of just 
dismantled mentally. She's like constantly complain. Like she just complains, <laughs> fucking is fucking shit up. She has a quote where she's like, "Sitting in my set, you take your risk when you sit in my section." I tell you, it's like that's not good. <laughs> you know, like that's. I mean, that's cute, but every morning <laughs> this shit is uh, not not easy. So I just started making shit myself. But you know, the wife, she likes to go out to breakfast. So. Once a week or so, we go out, and I eat a lesser breakfast than my own. Even though I've had a chill, man, I was making tons of bacon, bacon and egg and cheeses, and mixing them with the donuts, and I just got <laughs> a little out of control. Although I did notice that online, it is like the new trend is now to take Krispy Kreme donuts and smash them together. And eat them in like a whole like stack. I don't understand that. I mean, the savory part of a Krispy Kreme donut is that it's hot. If you're eating a cold Krispy Kreme donut, you're fucking your life up. You should be microwaving that fucking thing. It's just like, it's the difference of having sex with or without a condom. If it's cold, it's condomed. If it's hot, it's uncondomed. And you you can feel it. I don't even know if sex with a condom counts. There's a whole barrier there. So it's a whole discussion. Could probably do a TED talk on that. But. It counts. I'm just joking. Uh, but donuts. I don't know why you smash six of them together. Doesn't make sense. You got to eat each one. But they love doing this. All the steroid users online are, um, they are uh, eating donuts like that as well. <clears throat> what What is this Ted Cruz versus Hillary Clinton? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Political boxing match. I don't know what that means. And how's old boy doing sharpening that machete? He hasn't been here. It's really the strangest fucking thing, man. They did like a... And to go back to Reddit, uh, in the Boulder Reddit, people say that they do this around election time. They like clean stuff up. But they did. I mean, there was a full-on encampment in front of the Best Buy. One of my biggest fears is that Best Buy shutting down because if it shuts down, it's just going to get like overrun with people who are not going to bring more people into this shopping center. Um, so, but I mean, it was like getting really bad to the point where people were like talking about they didn't want to walk down the block. And all of a sudden it was gone <clears throat> overnight. And then all through the bike paths here, just gone. Like, they put up notifications saying anyone unhoused, basically anyone camping had to leave. And, dude, they're gone. Like, I mean, it's gotten cold. A lot of people bust to Chicago. The craziest thing about, like, the unhoused, homeless, whatever you want, fucking mental health, uh, transient, whatever words you want to use to describe what's going on, is that a lot of people think that they're just local to your area, but they're not. I mean, they get, like, bus tickets. Sometimes cities buy them bus tickets. They get arrested for something. And they can get a bus ticket and go somewhere else. So Boulder gets a little cold. So California probably get worse, you know, during the summer. And it's just wild, man. It's just fucking crazy. I mean, Denver is building. I saw on the pad, I didn't read the whole thing today, but I saw in some paper, I can't, they're calling it a micro community where they're putting people just in these micro communities and letting them, I assume, camp and just <clears throat> have like an open air drug market. Dog. This was season fucking four of The Wire. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is exactly what Homeboy did in The Wire. And they fucking, they crucified him for it. You know what I'm saying? And here we are. It's fucking nuts. 
That reminds me of, because we were watching something the other day. I watched three movies this week. I watched Scream 6, I watched The Crow, and I watched that new Bill Burr movie, Old Dads, which was really fucking funny uh, and great to go against kind of like the extra wokeified, yeah, the extra wokeified fucks that are trying to like, you know, make everything awful. It's really good. Uh, Bill Burr's funny. So he did a great job of turning those jokes into a movie. I'm sure that wasn't easy. But um, what the fuck? There was something that we were watching, though. And they were talking about things in the 90s. Oh, maybe it was The Simpsons. It was The Simpsons. And whatever, whatever they were talking, this is the worst explanation, but whatever they were talking about, it was literally, you could say the same thing politically today. And I'm just like, this is, this never changes. That's what it is. That's really the real answer. So, but yeah, I wish I had the answer. So I don't on that one. It is unfortunate. Uh, 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 be honest. Am I Elmo? Am I Elmo? No. <laughs> Did I say something like Elmo? I used to be able to talk like Elmo a little bit, but I don't want to do it right now. I feel like I'm on the spot. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, dude, the chat is so crazy on Restream. I don't know about this Restream thing. I might end up just going back to YouTube exclusive. <clears throat> kind of annoying. Am I getting the Tesla truck? Uh, no, I just got the Tesla Model Y, and I feel like it's probably going to be a while. I pre-ordered it forever ago. I mean, I guess we'll see. I guess when it comes out, when it, when they're finally like, Teddy, we have a Tesla truck for you. I guess I'll see where I'm at in my car, and we'll look at it. I mean, I think it looks fucking sick. I think it's cool as fuck. I think people who hate on it are are crazy. But I can't lie and say that I don't find my wife's truck obnoxious as shit to drive around through town. You know, I just feel like maybe I'll get over this, but I just feel like we're just bullying everybody around this big truck. I don't like it. But today when I was driving here, everybody was driving so goddamn slow that I zipped around in my car and I went to get here. And I was like, that's kind of a, a form of bullying. You know, I'm showing them that I'm not got no time for them. I'm off. God damn, where's the dab I'm looking for? And, uh, yeah, I'm going to lose my train of thought because I'm doing two things at once. But, yeah, so I don't know about the truck, but I do think it's super sick. And if someone tomorrow is like, you could trade in your car for it right now and you won't lose a bunch of equity, then I would probably, probably do it. Probably do it. Because I do think it's dope. That Italian restaurant we went to, Castillo... Oh, because Chef Teddy goes crazy. Hell yeah, dog. Um, the Italian restaurant. Oh, we went to Buca de Beppo. <laughs> and spent way too much money. Because everybody ordered way too much food. But also, sometimes my wife doesn't like really listen when I say things. And that's okay. But I tried to tell him it was a family. It's really... God damn it, Teddy. It's really my fault. Because sh- we should have gone somewhere else. We was just not the right spot for us at that time. It was good. It was just so much food. <clears throat> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't understand. The crow, the old man's. 
I don't even know what you're saying. Castillo is speaking in fucking tongues. The Crow still holds up. Apparently, they're remaking it, but that movie's still great. I didn't even... It's, like, so comic book adapt, adapted. It's a great movie. And tonight, we're going to watch RoboCop. Yeah, because I'm playing the new RoboCop Rogue City game on PS5, which I think is fucking cool. I mean, I think people are not going to like it for the most part. It's, it's not polished. It is definitely not polished, super polished, but it's got like a, it's got a feeling to it, man. Like people, you punch them and they explode in blood <laughs> and fucking, I don't know. It's just like the movie from what I remember. Uh, it's kind of like proof to be that a game doesn't need to be like super new and extra flashy, you know, like. It is definitely rooted in some nostalgia. RoboCop is the first R-rated movie I ever saw. (laughs) At six years old. Much to my mother's chagrin. But, yeah, the game is sick. And Alex has never seen the movie. (laughs) So, when I get out of here... That's what we're doing. Mm-mm-mm. Am I Elmo? When they all get fired up for the car scene. I don't even know which movie you're talking about. That's the craziest part. Boulder turning into the Wild West with the homeless dog shit sad. I'm moving to Longmont in May. Yeah, I mean, Longmont's not much better, bro. I hate to be that way. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to take someone getting stabbed. Like, that's what's fucked up. And that's what's crazy is, and it might not even be that, because people are separated from it, and the only people that will really care will be the family of the person who was stabbed. That's what's crazy. But if out here some college white girl got cut at the fucking dispensary by one of these fucking people heads would roll and it'll get worse but there's no answer to it you know I feel you with Longmont I feel you Loveland Longmont even further I'm just fine I think just for me I make all my jokes and shit I'm just getting so I'm, I'm getting so old but I'm just at the age where I know what I like and I know what makes me happy. And really, I mean, it is corny and cheesy. And 20-year-old Teddy could would never have thought he'd gotten here. But I truly only really want to spend time with Alex and my dogs <laughs> just, like, working on art. I almost care about nothing else, you know? Those are like, that's it. Like, there's almost no... And, and snowboard and bike, ride my bike. But there's almost no other things that... I'm actually actively looking for other things to get interested in so that I won't be bored or complacent. Because everything else... I just feel like for so, so many years, my life revolved about around online, and now I'm just like, shout out to the people who've made the internet unusable. You know? <laughs> like, shout out to all the people who have pretty much made it so goddamn terrible that anytime I open my phone, I put my phone down. So, uh, but that has freed up a lot of time and space to just like, what do I want to do? You know, I thought about taking pottery class. Um, 
Just learning different shit. There's supposed to be a bike mechanic class coming up. Just learning more stuff. You know, I don't know that much stuff. I know what I know, but that's about it. And that's not always great, I don't think. He said, bro, you get in that truck as soon as it's ready for you. I know. I can't say no. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, yeah, I just don't feel like it's going to be ready for a long fucking time. I mean, there's no way. No way that they're like on the road like that for years. I haven't listened to that Joe Rogan Elon podcast yet, but I listened to like the first 15 minutes and the first 15 minutes he talks about how hard it is to make. So it can't be, can't be soon. I don't got to worry about it. I just wait for the day. You know, when that day comes, we'll decide. I think there's some people who think those pre-orders are worth money. You know, like the resale crowd. Like that's worth money, dog. We selling, we flipping, dog. We flipping. <laughs> are they still out there? Is reselling still a thing right now? Is it still going on? I know it is. Yeah, he said they start shipping next month, Chris. I mean. I just don't, I, we'll wait and see. I don't foresee myself getting an email saying your car is, is ready. You know, <laughs> I just don't, I don't want that email either. Cause I don't want to have to make that decision. I don't want to have to have that conversation with Alex. I don't want to do any of that. Cause it will not be fun. I'm just fucking, uh, <laughs> And said, what's up from Chicago? What's up, Chicago? I was supposed to come to Chicago in November and do this, like, mini tattoo convention, but I'm not going to come. I can just fucking camp, man. We got we got so much going on first, but second, I can't bring myself to go to an airport. <clears throat> I know that I'm going to lose my mind. I know, I know, I know. I know it in my heart that I will be on the flight where there's some fuck shit. I just know. And I'm just, I'm a different man than I was <laughs> before. And I just don't think I can do it until it's a trip. That's really something that's going to really blow my socks off. Really give me a good opportunity to, to dive into a new or a different thing. But Chicago, I'd have to go land, get a hotel tattoo, you know, Pack up, go home. It's not, I just, I can't do it right now. We And, and ski season's about to start, and I'm just trying to snowboard. I ain't trying to leave, you know. So, and I did, yes, I got my winter tires. They're on. They are straight up on the car, studded, ready to go, crushing. Can't wait. What did I have for dinner? I have not had dinner. I have, what have I eaten today? I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. About an hour and a half ago, right before the podcast. And before that, I had what is known as Arnold's Eggs at Dot's Diner, which is a biscuit topped with ham and eggs smothered in gravy. <clears throat> which is called Arnold's Eggs because they did not they don't have an eggs benedict. So this was their version of an eggs benedict, which is really weird because it's nothing like an eggs benedict. And Benedict Arnold, if you're not making that connection. So, there you go. I think that's all I've had to eat today. It's not a lot. I've been really... F I, 
You know, I can't, I can't, I can't get myself to eat a lot of protein right now. I just not turned on. I feel like me and chicken have such a fucked up relationship sometimes. Like I, sometimes I love chicken and sometimes I just really don't at all, you know? And then red meat's cool. I like red meat. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then sometimes I'm bored. I'm just like, I don't, I don't want this. And I just don't know what I want. And then I just end up eating a bunch of damn fucking fruit or cereal and shit that's like easy to eat because I just I'm like I don't want all this like sometimes I'm just so tiring thinking about eating all that shit and Alex has it figured out so she gets factor meals I make fun of her for it but she really she doesn't have to think about it and she just eats but yeah, I don't know I don't even know how I just went on that fucking tangent about <laughs> fucking about food that's what yeah so I don't know what I'm gonna have for dinner but it'll have some protein in it because I've had almost none today so, yeah. All right. Reddit influence, Insta thoughts, all social media is garbage. News outlets surrounding my niche interests to make money. Yeah. Yeah, it's a trap, brother. I fucking feel you. I fucking feel you. It is weird. It's really weird how it all got shuffled up, I feel like. That's the thing that I find interesting. One of the things that really uh, helped shape and help me <clears throat> understand, I think, why sometimes you can't look away from the internet. It was in the Rick Rubin book. Um, and I don't know the exact quote, but he explains basically that uh, observing things can sometimes be, like when you're scrolling and you're looking at shit that you, you don't like, and this is the way I take I took this quote, that I don't know the quote, but basically like you can be looking at stupid shit. And as long as you're looking at it, knowing that it's stupid and you're kind of studying it, maybe in a way, like you say, you do this shit for work, like maybe in a way to see what it is that's getting people, you know? And of course a lot of it's drama and stupid shit, but like somewhere there's some gold, like how do you get people, you know, into your thing or whatever, you know, whatever you can use it for something is, is my point. But he, he says it way more eloquently and talks about how you're basically observing is an art form. It's just part of it. It's like taking in data essentially. So, but yeah, there's also a lot of real life out there. You know, I just, you know, from a kid, we're convinced to plug into other shit. I don't know how old you are, but like, you know, you're not really as a, a lot of kids don't, at least me, I guess, aren't in touch with things like nature. And my family didn't do a lot of nature based shit. Like entertainment for us was going out to eat in the movies. So as an adult, it continued on. And, you know, I've had to like actively search out different stuff that is interesting and it's not following the same patterns. So a lot of that stuff's not on the internet, you know, and you just, just got to break those habits. Somebody sent me a thing about the, uh, what's it called? It's not called the dumb phone, but it's like simple phone or some shit like that. It's like a really dumbed down cell phone that has no social media on it. Something like that. It's interesting. <laughs> I don't know if I could actually use it. So. It's not really the social media aspect. It's like, oh, it's called light phone, light phone. Um, but I don't think that I, it's like the other utilities, like shipping a package with a QR code and emails and some of the shit you do on the side. Like, 
I don't think I could do it. But I do like the simplistic version of that phone and shit. That's dope. And I do think that Apple is due for a good competitor because the iPhone, I mean, I mean, I guess at this point, there's. I think I've said it. There's nothing. Oh, yeah, so we're due for implants because there's nothing that they can really do. We're just due for all implants. That's what I think about these little cameras, the little gimbal camera. But they need, if they can get that little tiny camera to just be a little drone that flies around you, like a silent drone that almost nobody can, even if they can see it, but almost you can't tell. And it only stays within, like let's say, like a foot radius of you, you know, two feet maybe. Dude, that, that'd be a game changer, you know. Flying sucks. Last month I flew to Rome for my honeymoon. <laughs> Two hours into the flight, they had to turn around. No fucking way. Why, Chris, why do they have to turn around? You're still here. I know you said that a minute ago. Damn, I got to know. Uh, man, I one time had a flight that <clears throat> I was like pretty broke. And I had gone from, this is crazy. This is when me and Alex moved in with her parents. Like right. We had moved to New Mexico. New Mexico was a fucking shit show. We moved in with her parents for like a month or two because the house we were going to move into wasn't like ready and we didn't, and just didn't line up. So we had to live with them for like a couple of months. And I, um, was traveling more to tattoo just because, and so I had booked this flight, I think to New York, I think I was going to see Ern, and I had a layover in Chicago. Chicago is the worst dude. And the layovers there were always terrible. And that flight got delayed like crazy, insane, crazy delayed. So I fucking uh, finally get to Earns like a day late or some shit. And then on the way home, I tattooed the whole time. And so on the way home, I had extra bread. And I was like, yo, I'm booking a direct flight home. First class. I'm not doing this shit. I am not stopping again in Chicago. So I was... uh flying home we're flying home from new york direct flight first class this is during the ebola scare if anyone remembers yes there was a time when everyone thought everybody's gonna get ebola well a lady like threw up and so during the ebola scare fucking (laughs) they landed the plane they were like any bio (laughs) any bio whatever is considered a weapon and we must land the plane and clean the plane so they landed it in fucking Chicago. And we had to stay there. And I can't remember if I had to, if that flight was delayed even more or something. Cause like the staff, I've had so many fucked up flights. They all merged together, but dude, it was fucking awful. I couldn't believe it. I called Alex like almost in tears. Like I cannot believe I'm back in fucking Chicago. <laughs> you know, like I did everything in my power not to. I said, why can't I donate? I was going to give you 500 bucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I probably just don't have any of that stuff turned on. If you really want to donate me $500, uh, hit up Castillo. He'll he'll figure it out for you, but you don't need to do that. Um, I work in aviation. The saying goes, time to spare, go by air. Shit could not be more true. I live nowhere here and I refuse to work. Wait. Oh, I fear. I live over here and I refuse to work out of there because it's a prison. Yeah, man. <clears throat> yeah, I just can't. I can't do it. I really, truly feel like people 
fundamentally changed after the pandemic. And I also feel like with all the shit that's going on too, like I ain't trying to go nowhere. You know what I mean? Like I'm not trying to be a scared little bitch or nothing, but I'm also not trying, I ain't trying to get caught up in some shit that motherfuckers going to be talking shit about online. That's what I'm saying. I ain't trying to go nowhere that I get caught in the middle of something that could be politicized online. Do you know that I can't go anywhere? You know what I'm saying? I can't. If I get into some sort of fucking mass shooting or some shit and people start talking, I'll come back from the dead. That's why I want to be a ghost. So I can come back from the dead and just fucking ruin every date you ever have. Because you've had to form a fucked up opinion about some shit you didn't know about. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers don't even know about the shit that happens in their neighborhood. Talking shit. (laughs) Damn, they didn't even tell you what was wrong with the plane. Holy shit. And he got seats right in front of the bathroom. God bless you, Chris. Yeah, that's wild. How was Rome? (laughs) How was it after that? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't do it. Alex was like, we should go to Spain. She had a friend say that we could come visit in Spain. And I'm like, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere. No, no, no. Not until later. It's hard to know. It's hard to know, man. Ugh. Fucking Italy, eh? I never been. I never been to the old Italy. I would just eat and eat and eat and eat. Shit. Crazy flights. So let me see. All right, I'm going to check my notes and I'm probably going to get out of here pretty soon, man. It's already 7.30. I'm to go home and eat, watch some RoboCop with my chick. I think I, t- I talked about my camera. Stoked to use the camera. I mean, it should be a nice, you know, I think it's going to motivate me to make more vlogs. We'll see. We need the snow to happen. The fucking uh, the snow ain't. It snowed the other day, but the mountains aren't open yet anyway. So as soon as that happens, we can get up there. Eric from the shop got a pass as well. So he'll be with me probably a lot because it's a ride. Um, <clears throat> What else? I put in my boot heaters the other day, which was like surgery for my boots. But now they have straight up <clears throat> battery packs on the back of my boots. That heat my toes. I mean, how crazy is that? That's like one of the craziest things ever. Alex has them on her boots because her feet get really cold, but my feet started getting cold like bad. And now they're going to be sick. But I had to basically do surgery on like $500 boots, which I'm always so weird about. I think like I have have this like ingrained fear of breaking shit. I don't know why. I mean, I guess I used to rip shit apart on purpose. So I don't know why, but uh, whenever I have something new, I don't want to rig it up or do anything like that. But in this instance, you have to cut through the liner to run the line up. So, yeah, but it's going to be sick. I can't fucking wait for the season. I mean, I know I've said it. I just got so much, uh, so much cool gear. It's going to be so sick. Um. 
Oh, there was the thing, the Mr. Beast fake content chick. I don't know her name or what she does, but I do find it fucking absolutely ridiculous, these people uh, all around, you know, from top to bottom. The ladies, like, it's like I'm... It's like Mr. Beast and his content are made for the people who watch it. Like, does anyone really think, you know, that the, that the things the dude's making are like real, you know, so to speak? Like, of course, it's it's spectacle. That's what it is. I I don't understand um, <clears throat> how the internet doesn't get that <laughs> they're the audience for the stupid shit, and then later they get mad when they realize that it's stupid shit. It's very crazy. <laughs> the theme of our honeymoon was disorganized. <laughs> I bet. Sounds like a, it sounds crazy. But yeah, Mr. Beast and that chick, that was a crazy thing on the internet I saw. I think that's the only other thing I have in my notes. Other than I saw people getting freckle tattoos, which I find to be fucking crazy. Because, you know, like the filters from Snapchat and shit, all the freckle filter. Well, now I guess in some places of the world, people are getting freckles just tattooed on their face which is super weird because when i was a kid if you had freckles like i remember girls hating their freckles and if they had them on their face especially they like, really didn't like them so uh yeah it's fucking wild yeah man other than that i think that's pretty much all i got man i hit my notes I can't think of anything else that's happened this week. Chandler from Friends died. Um, he drowned in his hot tub, I guess. That's wild. I find it interesting how polarizing these things are to the world when all these things happen. Um, yeah. Most of all, though, I just think that the potpourri, the hodgepodge of craziness and the opinions of the randomness and all of it combined together with no control. It's damaging a lot of people. <laughs> and we just gotta we just gotta gather and find what makes us happy, man. Am I ever getting back on matcha? Shit was fire. Uh I mean I drink it sometimes. I don't drink it a lot. I should drink it more. Again, I just don't ever that's the process. I used to love making it though. But now it's hot and I don't like or now it's cold. I don't like hot uh I don't like uh, hot matcha. I only like cold matcha. So, yeah. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to get out of here. Have a good one. Trick or treat your ass off. Um, do your damn thing. I'll be back next week. Ern will be here the week after that. And, um, yeah. If you want to come out to Boulder and get a cool tattoo, do it. If not, don't do it. And then, oh, friends and family shirts, those shits are coming down tonight. So if you want to order, do that. Uh, public AI drop is coming this week. I'm going to do like a little video, I'll drop it, and then it'll show you when it's dropping. These hats, I got this I got this sample new era made of the bear, the Uzi bear. Let's see if you'll focus, yeah. Uh, they're pretty fucking sick uh but they're expensive like new era doesn't really work with you unless you have a team so these have to be like bought and customized and it's not cheap so uh 
they will come out, but they're going to be on a pre-order uh, because they're also fitted, so you have to get your size. Uh, I don't know when, but soon enough that's coming, and there's a whole bunch of other shit coming too. I have been working to get stuff out, even though it's a time where a lot of people are like, I don't need more stuff. I got to do something. So here we are. So if you can, thanks. If you can't, understood. And uh, otherwise, we will see you next week. Peace out. (laughs) 